0: Yo. Hello, hello, hello. Check, check. All right, so listen, before we even get started, I just want to tell you, I'm proud of you. It's a lot that you done accomplished in such a short period of time, you know what I'm saying? And I know it could be hard and it could be some battles. But you was battle-tested throughout your whole career, and you overcame a lot to get to where you at. And the biggest thing that a lot of people gotta understand is that size don't matter, you know? We connect like that because I come from the same background, you know? So a lot of people feel like you gotta be this size, you gotta be that size, you gotta run this, you gotta run that. No, you got the dog in you, and you're gonna get it done, you know? so. When I was little growing up, I was always the little runt. You know, my brothers was bigger than me. Everybody was bigger than me. So, you know, I got pushed around a little bit. But that made me tough. That made me strong. So I know that's how you is with a lot that you got going on as well. You know, so that's why I say your story is just so crazy. And to see where you at now compared to how you was a couple years ago, the transition is just it's crazy. There's going to be so many little kids that's out there looking up and saying, wow, Kel did it. D Morgan did it. Why can't I do it? You know what I'm saying? So looking back on a lot to seeing where you at now, what do you think was some of the hardest things to overcome just coming up in the sports, seeing that, you know, you was undersized?
1: Uh, I, I felt like I was always undersized. You know, like growing up, you know, everybody else is like, you know, like bigger, taller. You like, oh, you know, like I'm the smaller guy, you know, coaches be like oh you know the small guys you know they always doubt the small guys but you know every time I got on the field you know I always know I had a dog mentality like the guy against across from me he ain't gonna beat me exactly. and that's the mentality I always had so uh, even like when I first came to high school like you know I ain't, I ain't even go off for far as my, my freshman year my freshman year I was like nah I can't compete with them guys I was doubting myself a lot but soon as my head coach see me my freshman year he was like you know what's your name you know I was like McKelly, he was like yeah I got a spot for you So, you know, I went on JV, you know, I did my thing and everything. Sophomore year came, you know, I had those older guys behind me, you know, ahead of me, like Zay and, you know, all those guys that bit division one schools now. So I just really learned from them, you know, and then that dog mentality carried on my junior year. I had my best year ever. You know, I had uh, finally got the opportunity to play. That's when like my recruiting started buzzing. But, you know, even those other guys, you know, like even my homeboys like Ricky, Josh, all them guys had bigger buzz, you know, so I was like, okay. those guys got that buzz. I know I can get to that same level, same mentality. So I just kept working. And that's when we got connected. I started working even more, you know, because right. we just connected. And I had a, a strong base around me like my mom, you know, Mr. Draw, a lot of people just sitting there, like being there, like, hey, you got this. we going to keep fighting. So, you know, I always had that mentality. You know, senior year came. You know, I was working all year just to get to that year. You know, I got hurt a little bit. But even when I got hurt, it was a strong mental thing. Like, it was real tough. Like, yeah. So you know, after that, I just started working out even more. I mm-hmm. started grinding even more, and you know, I just signed the other day. So like, after I thought signing the other day it wasn't even about me. It was about everybody else, like my mom, like everything that she done been through. Wow. Just to get me here to this day, like working double overtime, all those long road trips, everything, like finally paying off, yeah. and it's just the beginning of a long journey.
0: Yeah, no man, listen, you, you, you hit some key points that a lot of people need to understand, like as far as the foundation in the village, you know, because you need that support, you know. So and when your mom and, you know, Mr. Gerard reached out to me and, you know, and told me about you, I was like, yeah, this this kid is someone that I would definitely do everything in my power to make sure, you know, you good no matter what, you know? And and the piggyback on, you know, what I had going on, we got the same similar situations. You know what I'm saying? So You know, your mom working hard, my mom working hard, four boys, you know, money tight. You know, things could be, you know, everybody don't have the extra funds for, you know, personal training or whatever. So you got to get out and do it on your own. So that's why I thank God I'm in the position that I am to be able to provide, you know, a gym and somewhere extra for you guys to work out at. And then I can do it at a reasonable price, you know, and, you know, help out as many as I can. And I always tell y'all, it's not just about football. It's life after football. I'm supposed to be in, in the NFL. A lot of people are supposed to be in the NFL. A lot of people supposed to be in a major sport. So whatever the case may be, it don't always work out like that, you know? So we can't always just put all our eggs in one basket. We got to make sure we got different avenues. But while we still able to play like you are, you got to go 110%, you know what I'm saying? And they can never, ever, ever be a day off especially with you being behind the eight ball. And when I say behind the eight ball, we're talking about size-wise. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with being small, but they just try to overlook us because I'm going to say us because I was in that boat as well. People see me now and be like, oh man, you so big, whatever. I wasn't like this. you know. <laughs> so when they see you and they be like, yes, this was me in high school and that's just what it was. I was telling you a story before the camera even came on. Like I was real deal 151 pounds when I got to NC State. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't care about that. You know, it was just I knew what I was worth. I knew what I could do. I knew I could compete with the best of the best. And I knew I just had that dog mentality, like you were saying. Like, you put this man in front of me, is me or you. It ain't gonna be me. You know what I'm saying? So that's just that's just what it is, you know. So, and that's why like when I, I looked up to, I ain't gonna lie to you, like for the for college, I looked up to Tony Carter. I don't know if you know Tony Carter. He from, I think he was from Miami or Tallahassee, Florida. One of them, but small guy. When I seen him playing and starting at Florida State, I say, oh, he just really, really took me to the, he took me to the top with that. You know what I'm saying? So I never met him a day in my life. I always watched him, I always. He inspired me like, like crazy. When I tell you, he was, he had to be like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, 160 pounds. You know, maybe one sixty-five. And then in the NFL, it was Asante Samuels. Always watch them. Them was my guys, you know what I'm saying? Cause they let me know it's hope for guys like us. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it don't matter. If you can play, you can play. It don't matter about the size, the height, none of that. So, you know, you just good to go. And um just piggybacking on uh, certain things like the gym. So I didn't make it to the NFL, you know what I'm saying? But I made it in life. You know what I'm saying, I'm still going. So it ain't, I don't look at it like, damn, because in the beginning, you know, I had a story like, bro, we'll be here all day. But like when I was at NC State, like for real, like I'm a start on the team. I was a start as a red shirt freshman. So everything going good. My brother, me and him, we starting together, DeJuan Morgan, and out of nowhere, coach tell me, it ain't no spot on the team for me. You know what I'm saying? So nah, I'm like, so what I supposed to do? Nobody know about this story, but my close family. My senior year at NC State, they kicked me off the team. I was home. We had our first uh, opener, and we played. Uh, I forgot who we played. I don't know if it was Virginia Tech, somebody, but it was a it was a primetime game. I was home in the in the uh, I was in the bathroom. My phone just ringing, ringing, because, you know, they showing the starting line, and you know how they show the facing and stuff? Hey, it supposed to be they got to the field corner was CJ Wilson, start. Nothing towards him, that's my boy. you know, he was starting. So everybody calling, like, hey, why you ain't starting? But I'm reading the text message, because I don't want to talk. I'm in, I'm in the bathroom crying, I'm bawling because, you know what I'm saying? i supposed to be out there. And it was just a tough pill for me to swallow, you know what I'm saying? I just couldn't. I couldn't fathom the point that I'm really home when I supposed to be at this primetime game. You know what I'm saying? Because it was I was I was in the spotlight. I was you know I was star and I was on the video game. I was the impact player. Me, Russell Wilson, and Willie Young. You know how the impact player was on the college game. That these your three best players. You know, I was one of them. 2008. You know, but here nor there. So when I tell this to a lot of y'all, I be wanting y'all to understand that. You got to be accountable. You know what I'm saying? You got to listen. You got to be determined. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Like your, your ambition have to be so crazy to the point where nothing can stop you because, you know, football, it ain't, it, it's not guaranteed. Yeah. They say it's there for not for long, which is, which is true. But while you in the moment, you have to give it everything that you got. You know what I'm saying? Because something like that could happen to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just got to be ready for what's going to come. I wasn't ready, so when that happened to me, I I had to graduate. I was academically ineligible, I ain't had have no place to stay while I was up there. That's why I came back home, so I was pretty much suspended from school, so I had to come back the following semester. I had to graduate in order to go to North Alabama for my last year. So when I was up there, I, I was staying in an apartment with my boy Jarvis Bird and I was there illegally, you know what I'm saying? I was just in a in a vacant room, and thank God I knew, you know, the maintenance guy, he used to give me the heads up when they was coming in to inspect the rooms and stuff. So I I take my stuff out my room and put it in Jarvis' room, and they check the room and see it's blank, and it was like, okay, well, nobody's in here. As soon as they leave, I bring my stuff back out. So I had to do all that for a whole semester. And, but I made it, you know what I'm saying? Grace of God, I made it, you know, and Then I was able to graduate. That was one of the most biggest accomplishments for me. You know, my mom was able to see it and all that. So, and then like me going over to North Alabama, it felt like when I went to North Alabama, my career shifted and it ain't shift in a good way. Cause my, my playing level went from here to here. And I'm like, this ain't even me. I had to talk to my my D coordinator, man, Coach Tony. And I'm like, bro, listen, I'm getting caught on when i was at nc state i played over 2,000 snaps never gave up a touchdown never not to brag not to do none of that but that's just how competitive you know what i'm saying it was when yeah. it came to to me playing the ball you know what i'm saying i was just really on that so when i got to north alabama i got Moss for the first time i'm like oh and i'm down in division i'm i'm the big recruit coming in we got janora jenkins we got you know my boy nick williams we got Man, my boy, Marcus Down, we got all these big names, man. You coming from Georgia, coming from NC State, coming from Florida. We had a dude from Arizona State, you know what I'm saying? Like everywhere. So we were just loaded. We was like the Dallas Cowboys of, you know what I'm saying, a Division II football. For real, we was loaded. But we had too many egos on the team. That's why we ain't win as many games as we needed to. And uh, But I say all that to say things going to happen. It's gonna be some things that happen. It's I mean, it's it's gonna be some things that happen, but that's why I'm here. To help you along the way as much as possible. You know what I'm saying? Cause things come up, you gotta be able to talk to people. You don't wanna like hold stuff in too much, you know what I'm saying? Cause you're gonna you gonna face adversity like crazy. You're gonna get homesick. You just can't call mom and be like, Hey mom, you know, can you cook me this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I miss you, I need a hug, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't gonna be able to just Go home, you know what I'm saying? So like you gotta grow up real fast and you very, very mature for your age, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So and that's 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 big, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, my, my number I'm always here and y'all know I'm here. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta worry about nothing. feel me? So okay. So now I wanted to ask you Being where you at now and knowing what you've been through since you was little, what would you say? The next Mikael coming up. Uh, like, what would be your message to him that's doubting himself? Oh, I'm too small. I'm too this. I'm too that. They ain't gonna want me on their team. You know, they gonna overlook me. What would be your message to the next little Mikael coming up? Uh,
1: if I if I really looked at my past self, uh, you know, I never. To be honest, I never started working out like in the gym. Maybe until like my summer going into my junior year. That's when I actually actually started working out. So, you know, I was at I, was at, I already at a disadvantage, but I never really doubted myself like as much, but I used to always see other guys like getting this offer, getting these stars and rankings and all that stuff. Even though I never really cared about it, you know, it's like a, a pride factor where it's right. like, I feel like I should be on that same level. Mm-hmm. If me and this guy feeling look the same, why well, we ain't got the same thing right now? Right. But I would've told my younger self, like, you got a lot of people around you that's gonna support you like day in and day out, whether it's like mentally, physically, like where they, Coming to your game or just supporting you, whatever you need. So, you know, um, I've been through a lot, like four years of high school football. Like I had two different head coaches. So like we had a rotational coaches. So like mm-hmm. I ain't really getting a bit of a bond with like maybe like three coaches actually that stayed like all four years. So when I when Coach Ship first came, like sophomore spring, I felt like he didn't like me for real. He came up to me and was like, yeah, man, the officer coordinator saying this and that. And I was just like, wow. Like, Cause I heard so much about him. So I'm like, okay, like, you know, we got a good thing going. But then over time I seen like how he was as a coach and everything that we built the relationship. And then over time, you know, like that, his first season, we had a good season. We had those other guys like Carrington, you know, Kyle, Kenny, you know, all the guys, like, so it was like good, you know, just knowing like I had a base, but I always had like coach Miles Berry, coach Turner, like I had tough days in practice and they'll just be there. Like, Hey, like I'm here with you. Like, no matter what, I'll go to battle for you every day. So, you know, I having those people around me and then like having close friends too, you know, and going to church a lot
0: more, and you know, just believing in God and what he have for me in the future. Yeah, no, that's excellent, you know, because like you say, you go back, we're going to keep talking about the village, you know, and be just surrounding yourself with the right people because talking back about life after football is so much that you need. Like, look at, you know, Darren still, you know what I'm saying, like for a prime example. We was a little boy, you know, man. We stayed on 25th Street. What oh, was 25th? I think it was 25th Street. He was on the next street, okay? Like, we didn't know this though. I don't I don't know. I was like, I had to be like nine, maybe ten years old. And we find out, you know, my mom said, uh, you know, um, the guy down the street, he played for the Dallas Cowboys. I say, huh? <laughs> yeah, they say he played for the Dallas Cowboys. So, like, listen, his mom and dad stay right down the street. He be home sometime. So man, we went down there, we knocked on the door, we was brave kids, we didn't yeah, care, we hey, He played for the league, he in the league, so he you on know, my favorite team at the time and all that. So we we'll go knock on the door, mama answered the door, be talking to her, this, that, and third. She let us in, she showing us pictures of him at West Virginia, showing us uh, pictures and you know, uh, like um, different towels and jerseys and just a lot of stuff dealing with him at, at, at West Virginia and he was with the Cowboys. You know what i'm saying so it's like a surreal moment so we was there almost every day you know what i'm saying so it's like you know because back then to me football players were superheroes to me like they could do no wrong in my eyes you know what i'm saying so it's like like wow we actually got somebody from right here in the nfl and we can talk to them you know so that was a big deal that's why i say so you just never know who watching you the little kids that come to the games and stuff they see you they they, they want to touch your hand they want to talk to you They want to, you know, pick your brain by certain stuff and all that. So you always have yourself open and available to especially the little ones, you know what I'm saying, because you just never know. And then like, when you get to college, it's going to be a different experience, but you got to take full advantage of the college atmosphere. And when I say that, you got to get in tune with the people that's there, that's not involved with football, you know, because work-wise, you never know who you're going to run into, who you may need after football, you know, so. It's just things like that. Like, I didn't see myself being a personal trainer. I see myself in the NFL. I see myself owning multiple businesses, but never like really working, you know what I'm saying? That was my mentality. I was like, I'm having enough money. I ain't gonna have to work. For what? You know what I'm saying? Playing, balling, I'm gonna do what I need to do with it. I'm take care of my family, I'm gonna do all that. That's what all of us think, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? That's the first thing you say. You, you you see a little inner city kid, that's the first thing they're going to say. Listen, I want to get my mama out the, out, out the hood. I want to make sure she good, get in a big house, get her whatever she want, and we good, you know what I'm saying? That's what mostly all of us think, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. And you can still do that outside of football as well, you know what I'm saying? But I always tell y'all, while y'all able and willing to play, you got to give it your all. There's no such thing as a day off from football while you playing. Ever. <laughs> Ever. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta keep going, because the minute you think you working and you done did enough today, guess what? That boy that's over in California, he done did two more reps, two more than you. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta keep going. And you gotta keep going. I be telling y'all, when you get an offer or whatever, act like you ain't got that offer. You got zero. I don't care if you got 35 off, you got zero. That's how you gotta look at it. You want to keep that chip on your shoulder. You want to keep that grind. You want to keep going. You got to keep going. So whatever was hungry enough to get you there, like if you sitting on the bench and you know this, you better than this dude. That grind for you to get over the hump to start, that's the grind that you got to keep until you no longer play. Cause when you lose that hunger, it's over with. Tell you, it's over with. You know. So you asking if you know it's guys it's that's out here. They looking up to Mikhail they seeing you, they see that you done signed and you going off to college and your journey is something, you know, to talk about. Yeah. You know? So when they looking at you, they you you setting the bar high and that's what you wanna do. Because as we leave, other ones come up, you know. So when these guys coming, you gonna be coming back home. You should be like volunteering with certain stuff. You wanna speak at these schools, you just wanna Back into the community as much as you can. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you reach one, you did your job. You know what I'm saying? That's all that matter. Because it's a lot of it's a lot of us that tend to go off to school. You know, make plays and and become a different person. Be the same person. You know, just be more wise, be more educated, be more disciplined. You know, be the same person, but just add those qualities, and you're gonna be good to go. You know, so. And if it's a message that you want to give to anybody out there, this is the time to say it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, the crazy story, like, um,
1: like we just saw my like little kids and stuff. I, it was a regular day. I'm going to the movies, like, my, me and my homeboys. I just like I just happened to walk out the bathroom, like yeah. out of nowhere, like two little kids just came out there. Was like, oh, like Mikhail, Lee for the Wire. I'm like, I'm shocked. I'm like, like <laughs> so like I'm like okay, like. People actually looking. So like that was like a surreal moment for me. It was just like, okay, like look kids actually looking up and stuff like that. Like, I even have some like you football players, like, they'll DM me or like they'll follow me and I'll be like, okay, like this kid can be something. Or like yeah. taking an example, like Saint and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just tell them, I'm like, bro, keep working. Like you you gonna be good and like bro. So sure. um, you know, uh I think it was like sophomore year with spring and our uh, coach told us to write down the message. And it was like, nobody cares, work harder. So like, when I first heard it, I was like, it just stuck with me. So I just wrote it down on a piece of paper and I just kept it on my wall. Every day I look at it, I'm just like, okay. Like, nobody don't care what I'm doing right now. But when I do it and I I pop and I go off, they're gonna be like, oh, okay, like, okay, Mikhail doing this thing. So that just always stuck with me and I read it every day. And I like, I got a Bible scriptures I read every day just to keep me like in the same mentality
0: have to that's good and to keep you grounded so you gotta understand i'm glad you mentioned that point about the kids and uh the note that you know the coach told you to write down because even in my gym so when i was when i was playing rec ball i, I was coached by the best coach of all time to me <laughs> from uh wells recreation center coach joe ferguson you know what i'm saying so he like a father figure he is a mentor to me he's a big brother man best friend whatever you know i go to him by everything so he always said different quotes and stuff to get us going but one that stuck out me the most was um uh, it's in my gym <laughs> you know what i'm saying hold on it's in my gym so it's on the, what's his name uh hard work beat talent when I mean, talent don't work hard I'll say it again hard work beat talent talent don't work hard. So when I when I was little, you know, we playing, I ain't really understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like I okay, he keeps saying this. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, I don't I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you keep saying this? So as I got older and I understood, bro, you got a lot of talented team. Think about Tom Brady. Every year he won a Super Bowl, did he have the best team? No. He had players like Wes Welker. You know what I'm saying? Like, who is Wes Welker versus who would you take, Wes Welker, or would you take Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson. you gonna for take sure. Calvin Johnson, you know what I'm saying? But Calvin Johnson ain't go to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So the talent was there, but see them boys outwork everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, and that, that was the thing, the discipline and all that, you know. So, and then another quote from a high school coach, loving to death, Jimmy Bell. So when I was at Suncoast, You know, and Tunko's got the, hey, we got a gold jacket member, (laughs) Devin Hester, you know what I'm saying? So he'll charge it, And uh, congrats to him on that. That was big, you know, because they were trying for the longest, you know, I don't know what the debate about. (laughs) Anytime somebody changed rules of a game, they need to be in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? But back to Jimmy Bell. So his quote was, it's hard, but it's fair. Say it all the time in the gym, you know? It's so hard, but it's fair. You gotta understand, like, anything that's easy in life, it ain't worth having, you know what I'm saying? So, you get up, you grind, I push y'all to the max, I want y'all to go over and beyond because I know when you get to where you are going, they not working like you. They gonna be like, damn, this freshman came here, this boy is ready, down, you know what I'm saying? He's small, but he is packing a punch, you see what I'm saying? So. The endurance, the mentality, you know what I'm saying? Like the bravery, everything. Like you just on a whole nother spectrum than them incoming freshmen that's coming in there. They ain't gonna be able to live with you, they ain't gonna be able to talk with you like that. It's just gonna be a it's gonna be a whole different division because you gonna separate yourself that much. And that's how it be. Watch. I already know how it's gonna go, you know? So I just look forward to it, man. Like I say, like signing day. That's a big deal for me, man, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of kids that don't understand how important it is to get offers, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, like it's hard, like it's hard, especially with y'all now. Y'all got so much to battle with, the transfer portal. COVID messed up a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? So they got guys that can come from a Division II school already ready or a Division I school coming from Alabama never played a down but he from Alabama so he gonna transfer to such and such. Now they gonna took this offer from this high school guy because they want this guy. He got more experience at a college level. Why would I take this high school guy when I can get this boy that's way, way more seasoned. He ready. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I don't like it and I really wish that they you know go back to regular form with how it was because guys like yourself is at a disadvantage yeah in order to go to the bigger schools and really get an opportunity that you really you know need not saying you can't go from a smaller school it's just harder but you got a ball wherever you at but i'm just saying just giving the opportunity because this playing experience is different playing at Weber versus playing at um you yeah. see what i'm saying the it's just going to be different but what's going to happen your grind is going to be so much more harder you see what i'm saying yeah. because you know i gotta i'm coming from here but i'm trying to get there so it, like i said it's never over you know so at the end of the day you you see guys like jerry rice all-time great mississippi valley state you see what i'm saying shannon yeah. shaw savannah state you know what i'm saying so all these hbcus and you know smaller schools it don't matter where you at you got a ball no matter what because everybody can't Everybody can't predict where they're going to go. You can say, oh yeah, I want to go to Ohio State, I want to go to USC, you know what I'm saying, whatever. I want to go to University of Miami, you know? But it don't always pan out that way. You just make the best out of your situation. You make it into that, you know? Yeah. So, and that's all that matters, because everybody that's had U.M. in all these big schools, they're not going to the NFL. You still got to play, you know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, your stats going to be there. You got to make sure you outworking people. And you just being true to yourself, you know, yeah. and and just keep it going, and that's the biggest thing, you know. So you got something, you know what I'm saying, and go from there. Cause it's at, it's at <laughs> yeah, speaking of my offers, I didn't even get my first
1: offer till I want to say like December. That's when I got my first offer, cause I was like, like all my recruitment went down, like after I got injured and everything, like. I had a couple like Division One schools talking, so I was like, okay, I'm going to my senior year. I'm like, I'm finna pop these stats, I'm finna be good. First couple of games, maybe four passes throwing my way in four games. Like, like I'm talking about we playing Vero Beach and they only throw my ball my way twice. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, okay, just we were Justin Beach game, no passes throwing my way. So I'm out there. I'm, I'm mad because I'm I'm trying to make plays. Yeah. So ball ain't throwing my way that game, Jupiter game, ball ain't throwing my way. So I'm like, I'm like, come on, man. That's you, a good
0: thing though, man, you I know, know how, but they going to look now. So
1: then I'm like, okay. So when Gardner's game came, you know, it's was rivalry week, I'm like, okay, I'm finna go out here. I'm, they going to try me. So I'm going to make a play. So first half, two pads of Fletcher. So I'm having a great half. I'm, that's when, you know, second half, came, second quarter came. Uh, i caught a slant i I caught two slants back to back first down i'm like oh yeah we we it now we finna i don't know we finna win this game if i stay in the game so you know the injury came you know i was like ah so i'm I'm sitting there i'm like because i'm I'm, i want to play like playing is like so important to me so i'm like man like so you know you know it's hard getting that injury you know i I went home and i just cried i was just like like come on man seeing you're like because even, time time even my even my junior year, like last year, I, I fractured my wrist, like I broke my wrist. But that was at the end of the season, so it was like, okay, I got time to fix this, I can heal this, you know, we just gonna work. So, you know, I think injured, injury is like, all right, like, this mental thing gonna be tough. So, you know, just having, really having my mom there was like the most important thing. Yeah, for sure. She was just there like, hey, like, we got this, we gonna be cool. So, I was like, all right. So, you know, instead of sitting in my house, like when I first got injured, I'm, I'm trying to walk, I ain't using no crutches, I ain't using nothing. I'm walking on it. I'm like, all right, but we got to work. Like we got to get something going. Mm-hmm. So that's so why I was still in the weight room, you know, just kept working. I was trying to get back to the field a lot. You know, I didn't play a game until like the end of November, still no passes. I, I allowed one, one pass. <laughs> the first, no, I ain't no scoring no. on. Okay, I ain't, I ain't scoring on me. <laughs> so I allowed one pass, but that was like my first half, like ever being back. So it was like, like the an injury and everything. I was like nervous and everything. But after that, no passes allowed again. Then that's when the All Star games came. I actually got a call late, like maybe three days before the game. uh Bit Green called me. He was like, "Hey, you want to play?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to play." Like. So, you know, still, even still battling with injury, like I could play. So I was like, you know, I'm just go out here, I'm gonna play. So I went out there and played two pass deflections, no passes, called defense MVP. So I'm like, okay, like some schools don't see this nigga and be like, okay. So that's when Weber came on late. Uh my 707 coach helped me get that. And then they just kept it real with me every day. Uh Kaja hopped on a little bit, but you know, Weber just kept it with me, real with me from the jump. They was like, hey. You come here, you can play as a freshman. My coach just called me yesterday. He's like, look, man, you need to start working on your ankle, you know, get everything fixed up, because I know you can make a difference here, you know, when you come here as a freshman. So me hearing that is like, okay, like, somebody noticed what I can do.
0: So I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to make the best of it. And That's what you got to do. That's what I say about it. Think about it, that coach. All it takes is one. He believes in you, it's all that matters. You got to get that man everything you got. Even though I know you're gonna do that, you gotta give him everything you got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he ain't have to. It's just that simple, you know. He could have got another corner. He could have went with another guy, bigger, whatever. You know what I'm saying? He said, "No, I want you." That's a big deal when somebody say they need you yeah. or they want you. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just like I say, it's a blessing, bro. Because it is hard to get a scholarship. People don't understand, like bro, like it's it's a million of y'all in high school that's playing, trying to do the same thing. And I understand it's a million and one colleges. Yes, but it's way more players than it is schools. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's an uphill battle that you're facing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I say like you can never ever stop working. Football teach you so much stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like the discipline, the the hard work, the, you know what I'm saying? Like being on time, the accountability, like it's just so much because this it prepared me for who i am now you know what i'm saying being the business owner that i am like people see me i get up early in the morning five o'clock i be there where i I get up at four o'clock but i'm there at five o'clock every morning monday through friday you know what i'm saying like how you do it ah you gotta get up you know what i'm saying nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream you know and that's for real like i ain't trying to quote no raps but that's true you know what i'm saying yeah so I'm not gonna spend my time just sitting there, not doing nothing. I could be home, you know, watching TV or whatever. If, if I got an opportunity to make money or change somebody's life, I'm going to the gym. You know, that's just that. You know, so it's like just football, man. It just is. It's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Like I can I can talk about it all day. Like <laughs> right? football, it just you know is is different is it's the best sport you know it's a team sport like one person can mess up and kill a whole play. you need everybody on the same accord. <laughs> i gotta be able to trust you you gotta trust me you gotta know i'm gonna be there yeah you know what i'm saying if i ain't there then i make you look bad you know and it's like whoa come on whoa what you doing <laughs> that's why the game of football is so crazy when you get these teams that that really play together and show you how this thing really go is it's a different ball game. Like, like when I was in high school, I was I was just going off pure talent. I didn't watch film. I didn't know how to break down film, none of that. I was fast, I ran a 4 6 and I just felt like, you're not gonna catch me. I'm a better athlete, and we are gonna do that. Got to college, that goes out the window. Cause he 4-2, he bigger than you. He, you know, he's stronger than you. He trying to go to the NFL, he got two kids he done been here for four years, all types of jump, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just, it's a whole different atmosphere. I remember when I first got there, we had our practice and I told my mom, I said, mom, it, it feel like a game. <laughs> I said, they big, they strong, they fast. And, and like, I'm tired. Like I don't get tired in practice, man. Like, we, like, why are we feeling like this in a practice? Bro, this supposed to be practice. So I can only imagine how the game gonna be, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's why when I be talking to y'all and tell y'all about, you know, like work, you gotta work, you gotta prepare yourself mentally and physically for this game because it's a whole different ball game. You got guys in high school that say, okay, you know, I'm I'm content with playing for Dwight. I just want to run out the tunnel, run on the field and say, I did it. I put a jersey on, I made my daddy happy. He made me play anyway. I just did it for him, you know? I ain't really want to play. You go to college, different mentality. Yeah. Everybody trying to get the NFL. That's just what it is. You know, they're trying to get there. If they faking it, if they're using it for education purposes or whatever the case may be, you're going to know those ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the ultimate goal is to go to the NFL. Yeah. Anybody that's playing college football, they trying to go to the NFL. Because if you're there strictly for academics, then you're not playing like that. Your mentality going to be different. Yeah. But you can weed those ones out. But the ones that's really there trying to get it, you going to see, you know what I'm saying? And the workout is just like they drive and they ambition and they, everything. It's just different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's how you're going to be. You got to train yourself to be like that because if you're not, you're going to get left behind. Yeah. If you get left behind. They gonna. It's a rotation that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's a number. Yeah. You feel like you, you too big for the program, you gone. Yeah. And now, they do it to where well. they renew your scholarship every year. Yeah, You don't get guaranteed for years. year. I found that out the hard way, you know? Because I knew I was there for four years, you know what I'm saying? They told me they wasn't renewing my scholarship. What do you mean you ain't renewing my scholarship? You know what I'm saying? So, just a lot though, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm going piggyback on you. Inspiring a lot. I'm super proud of you, you know what I'm saying? I want nothing but the best. Soon as they t- soon as you text me and say, D more, I'm starting and I'm in rotation. I'm coming to the game. <laughs> I ain't coming if you ain't. Nah, that's gonna be early. <laughs> yeah, so nah, you're gonna be good to go, man. You know, so just keep it going, bro. You got a lot of people watching you, man. And you're inspiring a lot of people that's undersized, and you letting the people know this could happen, you know. So message was great, you going keep it going. So. Successful future.